0: Alpha, Bronco, Sharky, talking NRL and having fun since 2008. After round
1: five, it's the reintroduction of the weekly Soapbox. So much happening in the game. I'm sure that the boys have had a thought from time to time over the last seven days as to what the hell's going on in the game. Might necessarily be a negative. Maybe they're happy and waxing lyrical. Uh, like the Greek goddess uh, that's running the game. And uh, they want to be positive, to use a bronky term, a positive uh, note. It's up to the boys to decide week to week what they want to do. But, boys, we've all got the luxury of the soapbox. So, uh, who wants to go first?
0: You know how I've, you know, absolutely pumped for the, you know, the positive side of things <laughs> all the time and, and want to be a, a plus man. But, look, seriously, uh, I uh, witnessed. Uh a couple of things just on the weekend. Uh one was this um now I'm not sure what they call it now. Is it now is it a slip a dim a a slide down a slip disc a slide. Uh, slide uh a tackle uh differential or something. Um this has come out of the uh out of the clouds um, by all appearances three on the one weekend, just out of the blue. And, uh, yeah, the uh, limited slip differential tackle, that's what it's called or something, isn't it? Yeah. And, uh, look, it was good to see it policed quite heavily. Um, It's going to be interesting as to whether uh, that keeps going because um, I've got no idea how (laughs) in the name of sweet Jesus that they they can detect, you know, that this has done purposely or I don't quite understand the whole guts of it, but of course, <laughs> who are we to argue with, with the powers that be, but, but, but my biggest spew, and it's the one that I've been really, really spewing about for the last, I don't know, 15 years or since we've been going, are the markers. And I purposely, 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 last weekend watch one game I watched 30 tackles and play the balls and out of the 30 tackles and play the ball the two markers were standing in line 11 times out of 30 now i know that this limited slip differential tackle is very very serious and it creates a penalty. But I was of the opinion that if the markers weren't standing square, that that also should cause a penalty. Now, something's missing. If they've had three problems with the limited slip differential tackle in two and a half years, and we have 18 problems in just 30 tackles over about a 10-minute period. Uh, uh, fellas, uh, are we missing something? Mm. peek a Thank you. Alfred. Yes? <laughs>
1: Nothing for the soapbox this week?
0: That is a part of
2: uh, a few things that I was uh, going to have a, a little bang at. Yeah, it's actually can be very, very dangerous. And I was... Uh, little bit uh, hesitant to uh, to make mention of it because, as, as, as you all know, I'm, I'm really enjoying the low tackles, the one-man low tackles especially. Uh, and people will say, well, see, that's what happens when uh, you tackle down low. But no, this is what's happening when someone is coming in, when a person is being held up. And their action of coming in swings them around the uh, the legs, the leg folds up underneath, and you see three people go off with, uh, with injured legs. I don't think that's the fault of the NRL or anyone at the top of the NRL. That's the fault of tackling coaches. And I can only get my head around the fact that clubs are saying to their people, okay, Go in low. No one's been penalised for it for a for quite a while. All of a sudden, you get three people. One with a, quite a damaged knee from one of those tackles. Have them getting in there first up. The first man in goes around the uh, around the legs. A lot of the problems that we're seeing in this area, I'm putting down to the tackling coaches. The other little thing that I just want to mention. I know she's just sick on the uh, on the one thing is sort of semi-related. In the first two rounds of Rugby League this year, I thought, goodness gracious, the game has changed back to an area where it used to be, and I was liking it. The referees were sort of controlling it. The held release was coming early. They want to quick play the ball. Okay, held release very quick. Now, last weekend especially, to me, was back like it was last year, the year before, whatever. It's It's got to be all or nothing. If it's going to get worse and worse and worse as the year goes on, I'm going to be turning it off quicker and quicker and quicker. It's as as, as simple as that. Honestly, tackling coaches, clubs have got to get their tackling coaches teaching their up-and-coming players, the players that are already there have got to be uh, reprimanded, taken out the back, uh, whatever needs to be done to get them tackling properly under today's rules it's not impossible it's not impossible it can be done get in and do it first man around the legs what happens after that is incidental and that also will stop a lot of head clashes uh people going off with concussion from friendly fire how stupid how easy to correct
1: time to time we talk about how rugby league has been politicized and how uncomfortable we've been from time to time uh, with that happening on the weekend the great leader himself mr Velandis, gave an indication that a pacific team could be the front runner to join the competition in 2025 the move has been backed by the australian government with anthony albanese raising the issue and putting forward a proposition to the Papua New Guinea Parliament uh, as recent as January, that uh, they would be prepared, that being the Australian government, the current Australian government, would be prepared to bankroll back the introduction of a Pacifica team to join the NRL. Now, Volandi said the next expansion option, if it was to be Papua New Guinea, Pacifica. They would likely enter the competition in 2025. The federal government are very keen for us to look at Papua New Guinea, where there would be a PNG team with all the Pacific nations included. Now, the reason behind this is that the Australian government are concerned about China infiltrating that particular region with offers of money offers of infrastructure, and down the track, perhaps uh, encroaching closer to uh, having some sort of military base for themselves, etc. Read into that what you will. Now, that all may be true. Concerns about that particular part of the world may be valid. But are we seriously going to look at propelling in a team into the National Rugby League competition and give the 18th licence because the federal Australian government are concerned about another nation encroaching on a region particularly close to where we are and going to use the game of rugby league and our national competition, our elite competition, to try and win over and have sway with the people of that region in the future, and they're going to use Rugby League to do it. So we'll hand them the 18th licence. Strike me pink. is. I mean, I know we had April Fool's Day only a few days ago, but it's telling me that today is the fifth day of April. I'm certain it's still April 1. Mm. Awful idea.
0: It is extremely obvious that that's the main reason that they're getting behind it, Sharky. I do agree with you 100%. The only other worry, the other major worry that, that that really does concern me about this is that if, you know, we need to get the Pacific nations in because, Christ, if those, you know, other people will come over, we're all going to have to be taught how to play table tennis again.
1: Oh, I've got an issue. So we've got a foundation club in the North Sydney Bears who through no fault of their own went arse over Apex some years ago trying to do the right thing and uh, get the stadium built at Gosford and uh, with delays with the, uh, the build became cash strapped and weren't helped out by the governing body at that time and just left a fold uh, albeit with a little marriage with the Northern Eagles but that was never going to work everyone knew that so we've got a whole spot a whole mini city called the Central Coast, sitting there with a beautiful ground, big business, lots of sponsorship available, Uh, rugby league heartland in between Sydney and Newcastle, just sitting there doing Liddly squat, and now and again we play a game of football there. And the North Sydney Bears, who are financial, have a business plan, have been waiting to be reintroduced to the NRL competition, and this is a... You know, a tribal game based on traditions. We've talked about it many, many times. If they can fund themselves, and uh, from all reports, they can. It goes even as far. I noticed that even up in Queensland, they've got major support. Darren Lockyer has come out in the last 48 hours and said that the 18th license must go to the North Sydney Bears. There must be a reintroduction, a pathway for them. I just can't understand how, you know, and we're supposed to be smart at head office. as obvious as the nose on your face show a little bit of decency and goodwill reintroduce the foundation club let them play a couple of home games at north sydney oval for tradition this is what this game's built on and let them play out of that beautiful stadium at the central coast which they were the ones who got it started and built to play out of there many years ago before they were allowed to you know shut up shop and fold through no fault of their own as i've said we could go down history and that'd be a whole different podcast that has to be the 18th license they can talk about perth they can talk about the pacifica Uh, the federal government can jump up and down all they like but it's as, as as obvious as the nose on your face that the 18th license should go to the north sydney bears and call them the Central Coast or the North Sydney Central Coast Bears or whatever you like, but let them them play out of North Sydney twice a year. Let them play their other games on the Central Coast. Then we've got the full Rugby League Heartland link all the way from the South Coast all the way up to Newcastle. At the moment, we've got a huge empty nest there of Rugby League Heartland, Rugby League followers, hundreds of thousands of people who don't have a local team to support, or aren't able to go and watch a game of football every week or second week, they're on the Central Coast. It's outrageous. If Peter Valanis is a very smart man, and we're led to believe he is, then he needs to prioritise the 18th licence to go to North Sydney should all the balance sheets work out. If they've got a business model that is okay and they can support themselves, they've certainly got the support of fans. I've read many polls where the bulk of rugby league fans support the 18th licence going back to a reintroduced Bears team. So do the right thing by the game, tell the government to drop off and do the decent thing and let North Sydney return the Bears in some shape or form, whether it's North Sydney or whatever you want to call them, but uh, let them have their licence. And I think that will be a very smart decision by the governing body. I think really that's the most obvious decision, and let's not bow to political pressure as a reason to introduce and give an 18th license uh, based on political, you know, political reasons and issues. I just think that's outrageous. Any thoughts to my idea of giving the 18th license to the Bears?
0: Oh, look, I couldn't agree with you more. I I think that it's it's a no-brainer. Um, one doesn't have to go back very far when uh, when the same thing almost happened to the bunnies, where they got the sh- the shitty end of the stick and and uh, and got hurled. And uh, but you know, public support got them back in two years later. And uh, honestly, it stands to reason that's where it should go. Forget you're right about the other. I mean, it just it smells. It smells of politics, and and politics and sport. I mean, that, for for time immemorial, politics and sport should never mix. As much as a lot of a lot of politics and sport do mix, it should never, ever, ever mix at all. And uh, yeah, look, I think it's a no-brainer. It would be an amazing, amazing thing for some of the old-time uh, North Sydney Bear supporters that. You know, just a languishing and just wondering. Gee whiz, you know, what if? What if only? If only. Well, if only could be really, yeah. Wow, it's coming, and and there's no reason to assume why it shouldn't. I agree, Sharky, one hundred percent.
2: Yeah, there's nothing more, uh <laughs> more positive uh that, that that we could bring out of it. it- I'm absolutely flabbergasted, flabbergasted, that uh, North Sydney Bears haven't been reintroduced into the the NRL. We, you, you've both said it, and it, it's it's my point exactly too that because they tried to expand the game, and clubs were told if they did that, they'd uh, be looked upon more favourably. Uh, Trying to expand the game to uh, to other areas. Okay, the, the wheels fell off, things went a little bit awry, Manly joined them to get them out of a bit of a puddle. They both went <laughs> pretty well belly up. Manly continued as they were, but uh, obviously the Bears have been put on the, uh, the far, far back burner, way back in the far queue, and uh, it looks as though never to be again, which is very, very wrong. Same, same situation, as you said, uh, Bronchi, with, uh, with the uh, the South Sydney side. It needs the power of the people and the powerful people at the top to take this. And, and, and I think that is very, very wrong indeed. Yep, we're, we're all on the same boat.
1: How they just continue to leave the Central Coast sitting idle there is just beyond belief. Beyond belief. Anyway, there you go. Boys, I think that is a very successful soapbox. Welcome back. Well done.
0: Well set. Yes, here are you.
1: <laughs> Well, with that that said, I'll
2: I'll hit this button. Talking NRL online and on demand.